Welcome to the Mega Blast Podcast. I'm your host, Jason McDonald. My goal is to get to the truth through conversation. The Mega Blast Podcast is produced by Arts and Opinion, an online journal housed at the Archives of Canada. Visit us at artsandopinion.com. I hope you enjoy today's guest. So welcome, Milton Fernandez. Thanks for coming on my podcast. Thanks for having me. Good. Um, the objective of this podcast is to talk about um, your country, the Dominican Republic. Uh, the Mega Blast podcast is going international today. We've got a, a Canadian-Dominican uh, discussion going on here. So but before we get to your country and its relationship with its neighbor, Haiti, and the minority there, that's the objective why don't you tell listeners a little bit about yourself and what you do and some of your background? Sure, love to. So as uh, Jason introduced, my name is Milton uh, Fernandez. I live in the Dominican Republic, uh, born and raised. I'm uh, sort of a 53 years old. I have father of many children. And my uh, what I do is I'm a system engineer. I'm specializing in, in project management at this uh, at this time. That's what I do now. Okay. And I have been always uh, I don't know an observer <laughs> of current uh, events, uh, studying some some history. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think I, I, I have uh, some perspective. Okay. On I can affirm that I can affirm from my my com- my many conversations with Milton that he has a, you have a very interesting perspective. That's why I invited you on. Do you, um your formal education is it in computer systems management stuff like that? Is that 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 is correct? Okay, that is correct. Right, computer sciences. Yes. So you're you're a bit like me with economics. I'm I'm, I'm sort of an economic amateur. I've sort of studied economics myself, but I don't have any formal training. And I even teach some business English classes where I work. I don't know. Sounds uh, sort of an amateur in sociology and things like history and things like that right i can say that some some uh, <laughs> some yeah. type of yeah. history buff or, or or history buff wannabe okay, okay. <laughs> um so I, i'm going to assume that um people know a little bit about the geography i mean just to you know but we can outline you know, Hispaniola is a, is an island and it contains these two countries um i believe Haiti is on the uh, eastern side. I'm just trying to orient my brain. Uh, the other western, way western. Western side. Uh, right? Yeah. Okay. And it's about two, the Dominican Republic is about two thirds and Haiti is about one third geographically. Is that about correct? That is about correct. More or less. And what about the populations? My understanding is there's about 10 million people in either country. Is that is that about right? Or is that, I don't know. Well, in, in the last census, uh, yes. And it's uh, about the, the same uh, population. We have a little bit more, but we have more, uh, more terrain, <laughs> more land, if you want. And uh, in our uh, neighbor countries, yes, it's about 10 million in, in much less terrain. Sure. Yes. Okay, so this gets into, yeah, there's a few things we're going to get into. The, um, what I wanted to ask you is, um, so the populations are about the same. Maybe the Dominican Republic's maybe 10% larger now. Um, it's also now 
the Dominican Republic is many magnitudes less poor or richer, depending how you're going to calculate that, right? I believe I've heard it's like 10 times richer. Is that more or less true? Just on the GDP and all that stuff? Is that correct? I don't know. That is uh, about correct. Okay. I mean, uh, I just want more to say that, that yeah. more or less, <laughs> yeah, more or less. Right. It's not precise, that doesn't but... mean that that wealth, that... Uh, excess in, in, in wealth from, from our neighbors uh, translates in, in prosperity mm -hmm. for the common citizen. But yes, uh, we are mean, in sorry a interrupt, but, but just, just yeah. I want to make clear what, what you mean. So you mean that the, the Dominican Republic being 10 times richer does not necessarily mean that many of its citizens are that much richer. Is that... Uh, yes, that, right. that, that is yeah. correct. Uh, I mean, in that there's uh, not the same, but there's uh, economic uh, inequality here. And mm -hmm. that's not, right. not, not a secret. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that both countries have very high inequality. It's the poorer the country, the higher the inequality in some senses, because every country has some rich people, right? Sure. So there must be people in Haiti who are, who are, uh, uh, who are extremely rich. Indeed, right. they are. Yeah. So, and, and yet the, the vast majority of the population is living extremely close to the bone, right? So, yeah, that, that is that is correct. Okay. Um, so that outlines what the two places are like. But both countries are, um, um, you know, um, middle or low income. Uh, and uh, but but the Dominican Republic is less poor than Haiti. That's and that's sort of obvious. People, most people would know this. Um, I just one thing I wanted to ask you about the hi history was my understanding is at the time of the the Haitian Revolution, which is around the early part of the 19th century, sort of late 18th, early 19th century, it's concurrent with the French Revolution. The yes. population of Haiti was much greater and it was much richer than Santo Domingo, which was the Spanish colony. Is, is that true? Do you know anything about that? I think it, it was one of the... Well, richest colony of, of France at, at that time, which uh, translate in, in, in a bigger population. Right. And uh, right. if you want uh, a better economy at that time. Yeah, so it was, it was from what I read that the, 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 um, the Spanish had kind of neglected the colony in what's now Santo, the Dominican Republic was called Santo Domingo. And so it was it was supposed to be a ranching colony to supply um, food for Mexico. But the French had invested in like sugarcane um, plantations more on the Haitian Correct. side. Right. And so the economy was more modernized in Haiti. And this is modernized at the standards of 1800. Just to be clear, it's not modern by what anybody now would imagine. But it was more developed. There was more capital investment and more plantations and more trade and investment coming and going than there was. Um, so that's an, that's an interesting fact, I think, for modern listeners, because if, if you look at it today, it's basically reversed, more or less, right? Yes, and I, and I think it's in the fact, uh, in the way of the two Imperial, uh, if you want to say that, uh, empires. So, so the Spanish Empire versus the French Empire made their yeah. their colonizations or, or yeah. treated treated their uh, their colonies. Uh, I think that the French were more uh, 
focus on uh, extraction, expo exploitation of uh, sugarcane and, and whatever reaches were in, in Haiti. And I don't know if they treated to replicate their government administration in their colonies. For example, in, in, the, in the Spanish site, uh, we still have uh, traces or many Spanish uh, institutions. I mean, the, uh, the city hall or ayuntamiento mm -hmm. that it was in, in Spanish. You see the, 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 in the buildings, you've been here, you yeah. have gone to yeah. the uh, colonial zone. You see there are traces that, okay, there was a, a, an organization here, there was a, a government, Spanish, uh, European model. I don't know if that is uh, like that. Evident, on, yeah. That's in, in, in Haiti. I mean, it's very they interesting. Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, it, it, uh, what are the traces of the the French colonial regime in Haiti today? I don't. I've never been there. I'd be curious to see it. I I don't know. Um, they they certainly um, uh, you know threw the French out very definitively in the revolution. Oh yes. Right? yes. They ethnically cleansed the country. That's a, again a matter of record. Um, of, right. of the non, you know, slave or non-African people from what I, I, I st I've studied the Haitian revolution a little bit because it's sort of fascinating to me the, the, as a historical event, you know, and uh, I believe it was Dessalines who, you know, the earlier Ouverture was more, yeah. uh, you know, conciliatory. He was actually in the French army. In fact, for he was an officer and he was very sort of like he, he, he was more conciliatory. And then they, they captured him and they took him. He died in France. And then Dessalines came in later and he was a black supremacist. I mean, he was like, really, you know. Um, and so they basically th that's a real difference between the two countries is the, the, the views on race. This brings us almost to the to the modern um, you know, we could, brings us almost, you know, we're going to toggle back and forth between the modern incarnations and what happened historically. But um, as I understand it, Haitian people are have a much more sort of a black pride mindset in that regard, right? Because they, they see themselves as creating their nation and forcing out this colonial empire, whereas your country, many people probably won't know, actually forced the Haitians out of you, right, in order to become independent, right? So it yes. was almost in opposition to that black pride in some senses, right? Is that is that a reasonable way to, to think about it? Or I don't know. Well, I, I think it was a, a matter more, more than racial uh, supremacy, I mean, black or, or whites or who's more Spanish and, and who's more French or black. It, it was a, a question of, of independence because we, we have many, uh, I mean, uh, Negro, uh, here in the in, in in this side, and it was not uh, a matter of race, but uh, sort of independence. And yes, you're right. Uh, our independence in 1844 was from Haiti, not from Spain. Spain yeah. has uh, sort of ceded this side of, of the of the island to the French in the Basilia uh, treaties. Okay, so um, Haitians sort of well this. Took over. Was yes, yeah. this was French. <laughs> I kick out over. the French, so this yeah. side is mine too. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> okay, so that's how it went. So, so Santo Domingo had already been ceded to France, the entire island, and then the Haitians did the revolution, so they just kind of owned everything. I thought that they invaded. I thought the Haitians 
sort of mounted an invasion and came in and, and kicked the Spanish out. Is that not how it went? I no, maybe I have it wrong. Yeah, uh, but but uh, the the Spanish had uh, at that time we can uh, fact check, but the Spanish had at that time ceded the this site. Uh, Interesting. Okay. Yeah, because yes. I I think that. Um, yeah, I, I guess it's just my mind. I just figured that the Spanish were still there, but that makes more sense in some senses why the Haitians would have been in control more easily. They didn't have to fight the Spanish, right? They just, all of a sudden, the whole island belonged to this new country of Haiti, right? This new, right? Something like correct. that. Is that? It's correct. Okay, that's interesting. Okay, yeah, the racial, I have to admit that the, um, the whole black, white, thing is really not important to most modern Dominicans, as I understand. I, I'm, I'm really impressed personally with your country's lack of interest. Actually, I should phrase it differently. Your country seems to have a, 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 a real pride in being mixed African um, and European in origin, and I suppose Indian, right? That seems to be a point like it's almost like this pride in being um, a, a mixed group of people. And if you're, if they're, and this is something I think is so cool. You know, Fanny's always, Fanny's always bragging about my wife is from your country, you know, that she calls it like our family's like the Benetton family. There are blacks, there are whites. Like, <laughs> and she's always, she's, when she tells people this, people's eyes here sort of go wide. Like, really? There are white people in your family? Like, when they see her, she's black. They assume everyone in her family is black, right? You know? Yes. And she's like, yes. no, no, no. My, my uncle, this and that and the other. And Jason, tell you and everything, you know? And I think that I, I like to think that maybe one day the United States will um, have that, the view your country has. Do you know what I mean? Like maybe one day they'll get past this whole sort of hyper focus on the, on the, the, the descendants of the slaves being this, you know, if that makes sense. That's a bit of a sidebar, but okay. Um, but that, that particular racial phenomenon is very interesting to me, but as we get into uh, the more modern era um, there, there are just to outline what it's like today in the Dominican Republic, right? There are, um, it's it's hard for me to get my mind around this. Maybe you can confirm some of this, but there are somewhere in the hundreds of thousands of people who are um, Haitian-born people who have immigrated, okay. right? That then there are perhaps some millions who are born, Dominicans but of Haitian origin, right? And then that gets a bit um, you know difficult to nail down because there's a lot of mixing, right? The you know many. Well, yes. many Right. So that's okay. hard to nail down. What is a, a, a Haitian, like Fanny's part Haitian, for example, like millions of other Dominicans, right? So is she, is she a Haitian Dominican or is she just a Dominican, right? Um, do, do you know any of those numbers there? I just, I don't know, it's a bit geeky, but <laughs> maybe you could clarify them for me. Maybe you know more. Well, the last uh, numbers that we have, and I want to check this, uh, if, if you don't mind, from the census. Sure. Yeah, my, my understanding is it's in the hundreds of thousands. Also, many of the migrants are not documented, right? That's oh, the other thing, right? Uh, so, that's the other thing. So how do you how do we know if, if we say it's 800,000 Haitian born people living in the Dominican Republic? Is that an estimate? Uh, I don't it's know, you know, almost exact. It's in the 2017 census. There was uh, 700 51,080 
uh, people of Haitian, Haitian national origins. Like, well, origins or, yeah. or is, is that mean like someone who's born in the Dominican Republic, who both of whose parents came from Haiti would be counted there? Or must that person have been born in Haiti? Uh, no details, just yeah, Haitian okay. uh, origin. Yeah, okay. And that's account that accounted for the seven point four percent of of the population, okay. the total population. Okay. So not it, not, not it, too shabby. Yeah, that's a lot of. I mean, that's imagine right. That's a fair, a fairly high. Per, I, my guess is it's higher too. Honestly, I guess so. Yeah, that's that's so. just that's just my my sort of anecdotal thing from having having you know gone around in the streets there. I don't know if that makes sense. Does that seem correct to you that it's actually higher that the, the number of undocumented people is so high that it's just hard to know right yes it's hard right. to know we, we don't have a, a like a an exact number because there's it, it, it's a, a board i don't know if i'm going to, to get in trouble but no, no. it's almost not existent uh, uh control at the right. at the, at yeah. the border I mean, there are too uh, too much illegal passes. I, I think the the, mm. uh, the army, the, which is uh, the institution that uh, protects or tries to protect the border, uh, cannot control them. Yeah. Or will not. Yeah. Control or will them not. Yeah. It, 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 that's an, it, that's a that's a sort of a political question you're posing is, you know, because in theory, I mean, you, the the border the border could be more controlled. I mean, a fence could be built. I've heard that some politicians in Dominican oh, have proposed building a well, fence. Right? It, it's it's in the works. Is it really okay? Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I didn't know that. That's that's a development that's more recent. I mean, there's this idea among in, in the debate about in the United States because I, I want to say that it's very similar that your country's relationship with Haiti, I think is very similar to the United States and its relationship with the Southern border with Mexico in some respects, because you've got one country that's richer than the other one. And then you've yes. got a border that, so people are naturally migrating into the richer country for looking for better opportunities and, and, and work and all that, which is perfectly normal for the Central Americans and Mexicans going to the United States. Who would blame them for to want to do that? And who would blame the Haitians to want to go to find a better life or send money home, whatever they want to do? No, no, the, right? there's no blame here because as you see, uh, the richer country is a magnet for, for uh, the not so fortunate country. And if it, they uh, have a common border, a migration passage. will be, happen. Right, it will. It happens yeah. in the United States and, and Mexico is not a little country. That's Mexico right. is a big That's country right. and, and very rich. But you yeah. have the same in, in, in Europe. Oh, sure. Uh, yeah. People from Eastern Europe, uh, Europe are migrating to, to uh, I don't know, more prosperous. Uh, countries, countries in Western Europe, yeah. So it happens, and uh, it yeah. doesn't necessarily have to do with, uh, I don't know, with race, or it, it's just a magnet. If you're going to be better, have more opportunities and health and whatnot, hey, it's you, it will happen. And it's yeah. there's no blame, absolute. That's right. Lead, yeah. uh, to, to blame. The Dominican, Dominicans are everywhere. <laughs> yeah, that's well. That's another thing. Is that, well, it, it's important to put that we're sort of putting it into a world context that your country is, you know, it's it's different from other Caribbean countries in that it has a border, right? Most most Caribbean islands don't have borders. There's Correct. one. There's one island. I think it's Saint Martin is like half Dutch and half French, but both sides are relatively prosperous because they're European colonies, right? So, but Cuba and Jamaica uh, and Puerto Rico, the larger islands, don't have any one, borders. One island, one country. Right, one island, one country. Whereas your country has a border, and you've got this difference 
between the two. It's not like they're two poor countries beside each other. Like some places in Central America, like El Salvador borders Guatemala. I mean, not many people are moving. You know, it's like if you go from El Salvador to Guatemala, you're not really that, going that, up that, that is much, correct. Right? And and you know, it, you can say, wait, they all speak Spanish. Why they don't uh, around yeah. melt? <laughs> yeah. There's a, a fusion there, and and we have the I don't know Central American uh, country. No, there there are specific cultures, and they speak Spanish, mm -hmm. and they have more or less the same religion. Okay. Yeah, so, in and, Central and America. Yeah, you do see some movement from some of the poorer countries in Central America into Mexico to work. And you're right, there's much less of an integration difficulty, let's say, because Mexicans and Guatemalans are not, I mean, many of them are of the same background, you know, like, like mestizo, European, indigenous, mixed racially, and also Catholic and Spanish. Mayan, yes. Right. Whereas you've got in, in your country, there's a linguistic difference, right? Uh, Haitians sure. speak a different language. That's one thing. And the racial differences are sort of obscure and hard for me to understand because when I go to the Dominican Republic, I see a lot of people who look just like Haitians, right? It's, it's, and so it's strange when I talk to Haitian people here in Montreal, when they talk about Dominicans, that they, 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 they sometimes will call them racist. And I, and I always ask them, like, how can they be racist when half of their own people look just like you? Like, I don't First, understand. It doesn't make any sense. And you know? it, it's important to remember that we have migration. Uh, well, maybe at the turn of uh, 19th century, uh, the beginning of the, of the 20th century, from people from other islands, English right, islands. Right, I mean, right. and they were black also. That's and if you see in in a sun in the Dominican sun on the northeast, let's say uh, Samana, you are going to find people uh, in from English uh, heritage. They are black. They have their churches. <laughs> we call it churches here. Uh, they're uh, usually, I mean, evangelicals and all that. And okay, the, they're the not Catholics. Folks, That's interesting. No, no. Yeah, the old right. folks speak English. Wow. Now, they're, 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 it's a long time ago. Many of them have, have uh, regretfully passed away. But there, there's another culture there, and they have integrated quite <laughs> quite fine. well in, in, into the Spanish, uh, you know, language and culture and all that. <laughs> Yes, yeah. and 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 yeah. we call them uh, los americanos de semana. <laughs> oh, no, no, we can we call them uh, cocolos. I, I will explain why because they come from uh, uh, an island called tortola, like a turtle, turtle dove, right. like something like that. In in Spanish, is uh, turtle tortola, dove. and maybe the in a, we could not say tortola. People say cocolo, but but they are part of the Dominican Republic. I, I mean. They're Dominicans. Yeah. And they have uh, their, their uh, culture uh, contribution. And we have integrated quite well. No, I mean, well, there's I a difference. I think that's really cool. And the other, what I hear what, from what you're saying is that your country is able to bring in outsiders, including Blacks, and integrate them into your, to your social structure. And there's not really any, you know, problem necessarily. I mean, there must be some people who are racist or whatever, but... It's, yeah, but but what you're saying is that like is you're 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 adding to this this idea that, and and I would also add that many Haitians have also done the same thing. I mean, there are 
many people who now call themselves Dominicans who have Haitian origins and they would sure. call them Fanny is an example, right? I, right. I, I think there might be a difference though, because I think if you're, if your family came from one of the English speaking islands versus if your family came from Haiti, would there be more social capital, which is to say you'd be more proud to say, to talk about the, the English origin Island ancestors than the Haitian ones. With, I don't know if you understand my question. Is that is it less socially acceptable to admit to being Haitian in origin in some way because of all these you know historical animosities? Uh, well, sort of that, that could be clear. an expl an explanation. Yeah. There's have been some uh, historic factual events. <laughs> we're we're not we're not uh, uh, citing or or assigning blame. Okay, there have been historic facts, historical facts, and I want to mention two of them, if if, if I may. Go ahead. Uh, for example, uh, as you know, uh, we had in 1937, maybe we do not have uh, figures, specific figures or, or exact numbers, but there was a, a, a I don't know, massacre you, get, you, you want to yeah. call it or, or killing of Haitians. Mass uh, killing, you could say, yeah. something like that, right? Yeah. Correct. Can, can uh, I just ask you something quickly about this? Because sure. we, we were talking about this before we went on camera. And just to be clear about the facts, it's not known. It is known that some kind of a bad event took place, and the right. um, my um, my Fanny's and 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 Fanny's father Juan told me that the the soldiers had orders. Their orders were go to the border and kill every black man that doesn't speak Spanish. Apparently, that's that's what he said they were ordered to do. Now, uh, I. Don't know where he got that from. He's he's a fairly smart guy. He reads a lot, so he must have read it in a book somewhere. Now we don't know how many um, uh, how many people were murdered, but the estimates are just incredibly wildly different. The low estimates are, I think I read as low as thirty five people or something, up to in the tens of thousands. You know, ten fifteen thousand. Yeah, it's not yes. Known. Right. Yes, but I just I, wanted I, to ask you, I, what exactly precipitated it? Is it known? Like, were there people, were there migrants coming across the border and there was tension? Or was it just something that the dictator wanted to do? To oh, I, I don't know if, if this is an excuse or, or I mean, I'm not making uh, an excuse. I, I, I'm, no, just, no, I'm just no, trying to find out what my, happened because I don't no, know. No, no, not mine but, or yours. Yeah. It, yeah. If it's an historical excuse, it seems that uh, the border was not too much well guarded. There was too much immigration and, and uh, there were occupying the occupation of uh, a lot of terrain territories in, in okay. that, that. Yeah. I, it that may be the historical okay. uh, excuse so so in other words uh, Haitian people were coming across the border and building farms and kind of occupying things without permission from either landowners or the Dominican Republic public government it, it, something like it that it seems to be right? the 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 excuse or, or okay. the more yeah. Uh, reasoning yeah like the, the yeah because you're you're right that it, it, it could have been an excuse too is what right it, it could be a right? fact it could be a, an excuse but there's so, well, even much... if it's true it's not a reason to go and massacre no 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 and, yeah, and I want to say like, yeah this right from I don't care if it's 5,000, 10,000, and one person. One person is one too many. Yeah, that's right. Okay? Yeah. So, and, and okay. I don't care if, yeah. if they're yeah. Haitian, Dominicans, they're human beings. That's and right. there was yeah. no reason for that. Okay. This is another mindset. We're, we're talking 1937. Long time ago. It was a, yeah. a, a 
dictatorship here. And uh, as a matter of fact, he, uh, Trujillo had very, very good uh, re uh, relationships with uh, Haiti's president at that time. I think it really? was Stadium of Vincent. I, I don't know. Interesting. Yes. Yeah. I, I mean, this, uh, this was settled economically. There was a, a, a payment. Wow. Wow. I didn't know that. So uh, oh, yes. did, did, did Trujillo have anything to do with it? So he, he didn't know his officers just may have gone rogue or something? Like, is is that known? Do you understand? Like, was uh, this something that they did? Because it was it was, off, it was soldiers that did it, right? Uh, is that the charge? Yes, the, the, right? the, most definitely. It was the military. Okay, it was the army. But Trujillo yeah. may not have been involved in that decision process. If there was a decision process, I, I don't know. I, I don't think uh, nothing escaped. Uh, yeah, escaped, that's true. Uh, yeah, he, he was a yeah, that, he, he knew I, I don't want to make, yeah. I don't want to yeah. make excuses uh, yeah. from him. But yeah. what, what I understand is uh, in this uh, thing with the, with the military, and I don't want to cast uh, aspersions. On the army. It was another yeah. time, yes. The army uh, mainly. It was another time. Yeah, I, no, no, I don't no, know what yeah. they were thinking, yeah. but uh, if they, I mean, they did it. it. They were doing what they were told, yeah. right or yeah. wrong. That that's yeah. sort of. Uh, now we have a very modern uh, aspect of of military. Now you have uh, people that that do not. Uh, follow orders blindly it, it, yeah. it was another time yeah. <laughs> now now we have some yeah. sort of uh, democratic armies that <laughs> i don't yeah. know if it's a, <laughs> it defeat the purpose correct but but that that's what we have now in that time so, so, it was not different and i'm not making excuses. i understand I yeah uh, so just just to just to sort of summarize that Basically, that there was that there were some um, you know illegal occupations of land going on in the years leading up oh. to 1937 by people just coming across the border. The border was not that well defended; it was not yep. being. And then some of the there was tension as a result of that. And then some of the soldiers, perhaps with Trujillo's knowledge, decided to go and sort of you know quote unquote do something about it. You know to deal with this issue in some way. Right? Yeah, must definitely yeah. that there was there was an order. They, they did not uh, right. acted on their own. That okay. that that kind of be. All right, and then later on, the, the obviously after, do you know how long over what time frame it occurred? Like, is it known? Did it take a matter of weeks or days, or is that, is there any any knowledge about that? I mean, just how long it went on, is that not known? I mean, it mm. wasn't years, right? It wasn't like it went on for years. Right? No, no, no. Yeah, no, no. it was. It was, it was uh, I think a matter of of. Uh, Weeks. weeks yeah okay that's okay so that's that's one particular incident that clearly caused tension between the two countries and as you pointed out it was settled later financially i mean that sounds to me just when i hear that i think okay so the dominican government paid the haitian government a lot of money how much did that actually help any of the victims of the did that did any of that money ever filter down to the families of those murdered is there yeah you know i, I don't that that that's uh I, I don't think so that's a question but it was but it was happen. but it was a way to settle up like you know because potentially the two countries could have gone to war over that right in theory oh yes right yes. so that yes. may have prevented that right is that one way to think about that financial payment that it was a way of saying okay you know we you know some of our soldiers did this terrible thing here's a bunch of money so so we don't go get more into a, a international incident something like that right 
So one way to think Correct. about it. Okay. What was the other thing? You said you had two historical things you wanted to mention. Yes, it, it was uh, part of, of uh, the multiple, I don't know, incursions of, of uh, Haitian uh, military here. In 18, 1805, that's 1805, there was uh, a historical event that it's uh, known as uh, El Deguello de Moca in Spanish. It's uh, the beheading of Moca. Moca is a province in, in, in the Dominican Republic okay. in which there were uh, atrocities. Uh, the, the, this also, is atrocities uh, by Haitian soldiers in this it, case, That right? is correct. Yeah. Uh, okay. Against, uh, I guess, uh, fellow soldiers and, and civilians. It, and it's uh, so more or less documented. But uh, those are facts mm -hmm. that I'm yeah. pretty sure, pretty sure that uh, they contribute to what I can so people say. People know, the modern, modern people learn, modern Haitians learn about the this massacre that happened in 1937 and modern Dominicans are taught about this atrocity in 1805, sure. um, right? So that's what you're saying. So this the modern conception is sort of like, you know, those bastards or whatever they did that to our people, something like that. Is that what you mean? I'm not pointing uh, any fingers. I'm just saying this is, might explain some of the, uh, you know, um, yes, uh, yes, of animosity, course, of course. Maybe. Uh, from uh, from either side, right, from both sides, I mean, right, uh, and that's, and I'm thinking, and one, uh, just a comment, uh, the, I don't know, independence side of the history, teaching here has been somewhat sweetened somewhat uh, devoided of, of uh, some nationalism mm -hmm. uh, at this time. I don't know if it, that's an effort uh, to appease. Can I just ask you what you mean? Like, cause I wanted to ask you about that. So in Dominican, Dominican school children, when they're learning Dominican history, they must learn about the independence where Dominicans fought for independence from Haiti in 1844 and expelled uh, you know, the Haitian occupiers. They must also yes. learn about that 1805, um, sure. thing, right, as well. Do sure. they learn about the, the massacre at the, the, the border by, by Dominican soldiers in 1937? They learn about that. They as as I do. mentioned, yeah. I'm yeah. sorry, it, it was <laughs> offline. As I mentioned, there, there are books about, uh, there's a very yeah. famous one that's, uh, El Masacre Se Pasa Pie. Sorry if I'm using Spanish. It's, no, it's okay. It, and it's a novel regarding wow. that, that. Okay, massacre. so it's known. So Dominicans are aware that, that their ancestors also uh, committed acts of, it's not unknown to them. I mean, I'm just sort of trying to think about it. Like in Japan, apparently, there's very, very poor teaching of the, the, the you know, the, the terrible uh, uh, atrocities committed by the Japanese the things army, in, in, right? Uh, World War II, yes. Yeah, in World War II. It's, I mean, there's a little bit of it, but it's not very, I mean, most Japanese are not very aware of those things. And, yeah, and of course, in Korea and in China, they sure as hell know about the Japanese atrocities, right? Oh, they yes. learn about them, They do, right? and, and they teach yeah. it. <laughs> and they teach them, and, and they should. I mean, you know, and, 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 and all that. And, and so may, perhaps the Japanese could do a better job there. I, I don't know. It sounds like your, your country is doing a pretty good job if Dominicans are aware of that. At least they know that they're not just sort of innocent victims historically of the, right? Uh, yes. Uh, yeah. 
there are reasons from from for the mistrust and and the bad blood if i <laughs> may say it yeah, yeah. from from either side but and and i don't want to get too much philosophical i i think that we need to study history i mean yeah, the facts yeah i agree uh if possible devoid it from passion from passion uh uh side taking and all that because historic events happen for a cost yeah uh for a reason i mean yeah uh i i'm very very in agreement that uh, haitians teach their history the region of the history and the dominicans teach and the koreans and the chinese and and the english and the and the americans Canadians, yeah, and i guess yeah. that in any of those uh let's say more uh prosperous countries and and all these democracies than ours if you see uh, an historic event it's different from what the americans i mean the, the uh, north american says uh from the same event of what the english oh said. absolutely there's different I perspectives mean, that, that there are different perspectives right? but, yeah. but what i think that history uh besides just being a, a, a an account of what happened i need to 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 dig it dig in the the reasons right because the reasons right. are are, are uh, there are reasons yeah, nothing happens reasons. because I, I don't like it yeah <laughs> okay. yeah well, well I, I wanted to just ask you about do you know about the haitian school system whatever does exist in haiti i mean do they also learn about those three events i mean do you, do you have any knowledge i'm just curious if you know you may not know it's a different country you know no but i i i don't want to to get too anecdotal but there's a saying that uh there's a saying i'm not saying this is true i cannot say it's not true either that there's a, a sort of of uh teaching on the Haitian side that the island is one and indivisible mm, interesting wow i mean i don't i cannot say that for a fact I should ask some because I have a friend actually. Fanny and I have a friend who he was born here. He's Canadian, but he his family was from Haiti, and he and he went and lived there for his whole schooling, and then he came back here. So he went to school. But I should ask him about that if if that's taught. What he if he was taught that? Because I I mean I, that that's something that we say on this side, right? Yeah. <laughs> that yeah, that right, yeah. So that erases yeah. It could make sense in yeah. the aspect that yes. Well, at one time it was. Of, I mean, there, there was a you 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 specifically said that after the there was the treaty and then everything belonged to France and then the French were kicked out. So there was a time when it did all belong technically to Haiti, right? I mean, that's, yeah, that that's a correct. matter of historical fact from eighteen oh five to or eighteen oh one or whatever to eighteen forty four, right? Seventeen ninety five, yes. Seventeen ninety five, but that's a long period of time, right? That's that that the entire island, so. Um, so some of what it, it sounds like what you're getting at is that there's almost there's a term in English called revanchism. I don't know if you ever heard that, but uh, it's it's the sense and you know Hitler was motivated by this and 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 sort of like the idea that that we had a great past. This is what the, motivated the Nazis, and we're going to go back and we're going to get revenge and take back what was ours to begin with. You know, this is why you know what's the, so there could be a sense among in the Haitian population of you know this was our island and everything and we've been cheated out of it kind of thing like because i think peoples who are um 
you know, weak socioeconomically often develop very conspiratorial mindsets about the world. Well, one of the things I've noticed with Haitian people when I talk to them is I'm often amazed how they, many of them will tell you, tell me, tell me things like, oh, well, Haiti is this incredibly rich country and it's being manipulated by, you know, the French and the Americans and all this kind of stuff. And it's, and it's always like there's these conspiracies going on to keep the country poor somehow, right? And the, the problem with that is that there's some truth to it. Of course, the, the Americans have invaded Haiti a number of times and the, you know, the French you know, blockaded the country till 18, was 1947. They made them pay reparations and all this kind of stuff. So there's right. an element of truth. But the problem with that mindset is that it, it prevents them from seeing how their own, like the problems that they're creating for themselves Right. They can sort of externalize them for. So I wonder if there's a little bit of that sense among some of like our country is being manipulated by these big, great powers. And we once owned the whole island and, you know, it's rightfully ours kind of thing. Do you know what I mean? I wonder if there's some of that among some in Haiti. Right. Again, we're not trying to be too, um, you know, uh, partisan here. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's, I, I don't because I don't want to say again, the Haitian people are are wonderful people, the ones I'm familiar with. Well, I, I want to say this right up front. This is one of the hardest working people that I know of, the Haitians. They work hard. Yeah. Here, they work oh. very, very hard. And uh, they're just people. Yeah. I mean, yeah. There's yeah, the, uh, yeah. Um, yeah. What what can I say? I I mean, uh, I, mean I, I don't want to. It's it's not to like my my contention about that mindset is because a person could be an extremely good, decent. Because I I have the same experience with the Haitians I know. Many of them extremely hardworking, and also an interesting thing about Haitians I've noticed is a, is a very quirky sense of humor. I don't know if you've noticed this. A kind of a um, it's sort of an irreverent kind of a humor that I've sensed from that culture somehow too, that I can't quite, I don't know how to articulate exactly to you. I couldn't give you an example of it somehow, but it's just something I've noticed. And, but a person could be all of those things, right? A person could be, you know, have a very quirky sense of humor, be a very hardworking and be very a morally good person and good with his family and still think that there's a conspiracy to keep Haiti down. Do, do you know what I mean? Like, like that, those, those things could go on in the same brain, even, I think, if, if you know what I mean, right? Correct. Yeah. So it's hard to know how to, how to think about that, but yeah, um, I, I wanted to move on to some of the individual cases and get your thoughts on them. Um, I, I made some notes of them. Um, um, the, the, there was a case in about 2013 where a Haitian migrant um, called Jean Harry, Jean Harry, who was murdered, I believe, in Santiago, and um, there were pictures going around on social media here, like among, you know, um, friends I have on social media who are ha Haitian and Haitian origin people, had these photos because he was killed and, and he was strung up like like kind of like posed like like um, like he was lynched, right. And um, it's a very interesting case. And I remember I looked in, because when you first see that image, it's like, oh my God, you see this sort of black man hanging from a pole. It just, it, it evokes all these emotions from those of us who in North America who have associations of that with like, 
um, you know, uh, the Jim Crow South and all this kind of white Correct. supremacist hate and all this stuff. So it was very emotional to see that. I remember I had, so at the time I had uh, one of my former students and we were sort of chatting on Facebook and he was all incensed, very upset. And I can sort of understand. He's like, this has to stop. It's terrible. And it's terrible what they're doing to our people over there and all this kind of stuff. Cause he was a Haitian. And then I actually did some research and I found out that it turned out that he had been murdered before he was even strung up. He was killed. And then they hung him up somehow. It's, I don't know why, maybe, you know, you know, and apparently he, the, the police had uh, done some investigating and they had interviewed some people who were suspects, other Haitian migrants, apparently. He was an immigrant from Haiti, the guy. And, um, and, but they didn't have enough evidence to charge them. It, look, it, it sort of looked like there had been a dispute between some, some of the migrants and um, a couple of them had killed the other one and robbed him. And then, and then they may have hung him up to, you know, to sort of distract people or something. I, I don't know. Do you know about this case and do you have any other information about it that, that you could add here? Because it's just it was sort of something that inflamed things for a while at that time. But 10 years ago, there was a, a, a kind of. Yes, a it, 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 brought, it brought some 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 noise, some international noise and, and declarations from from site and site. And I, and I think, as you mentioned, it was not uh, the investigation. I don't think it was uh, conclusive. Or uh, definitive. What? Uh, definitive. I, I mean, Internet, they have a, right. an outcome, right. Right. Uh, conclusion from from that uh, investigation. But uh, I know that there have been uh, fights, <laughs> yeah. uh, disputes yeah. uh, between. We have disputes between Dominicans here. Uh, go figure between Dominicans and and Haitians. and Haitians. Yeah. It's bound to happen. I mean. Well, people, I, I mean, it's, there a, are uh, people, there are people together in the same. And the other thing I wanted to mention, what I wanted to just confirm what you're saying, of course, there's going to be conflict sometimes because people sometimes fight with each other. And some of those, if you have a lot of people who come just have, you know, by the numbers of people, there's going to be some that incur. Right. But the other thing is um, many of the, the Haitian immigrants tend to, because they're poor, they tend to go into the lower social strata of you know they go into the poorer neighborhoods and areas and so on right. so that's probably an aggravating factor in what you're saying uh, sorry i interrupted you but go ahead no no uh, but what i mentioned that uh frictions are are, are bound to happen i mean yeah. uh, between people from the same country uh, then go figure people from from different right. countries right. with right. communication barriers and 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 history and Whatever I I don't think it had it had anything to do with uh, uh, racism because it's wow uh, hanging someone from from a pole or or a tree I don't think it's unheard of I have seen it uh, very much with uh, suicides right but right. Uh, it's not like like a way for uh, for people to I don't know sometimes happen that. Uh, a minor get raped and, and people uh, get infuriated and, and if they get hold of the of the of the rapist then it, something happens to him. Right. I yeah. I haven't have not seen uh, people hanging from from or noticed that uh, news of, of hangings. They. Uh, it was it was a one time uh, thing. Like this, this particular yes, thing happened. Yes. And, and as you mentioned, it, yeah. it appeared to be a stage. Right. Because, uh, let, let's remember uh, and, and let's be clear: there are people making money uh, with hate. Mm 
Yeah. Yeah, you know, sure. uh, trying to 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 inflame uh, uh, the sentiment, right or wrong, and I don't think that's positive. But I know that there are people in the Dominican Republic and, and, and in Haiti also uh, trying to things like this happen because it's uh, well, maybe they benefit from it because they, oh, of course, they, yeah, yeah. of course, that that's what that I mentioned. Exactly? Making money. I, I know in the U.S. there's a whole sort of industry of people of lawyers and so on who kind of like feed off this, right? It, you know, because there is sometimes the police do go too far, and there's sort of you know there's this kind of problem of you know. So it, there must be a similar thing where there's a kind of entire group of people who feed off this and journalists and lawyers and stuff like that I don't oh know. yes yeah, yes and and, and 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 for us the 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 hurtful uh part of this is those are dominican uh journalists right. and dominican right. lawyers i mean right. Right. uh I, I don't know what what we're going to gain with uh right. uh yeah. having a a civil unrest here i don't think we're going to doing anything uh with that but uh at, going back to 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 the hanging i i want to make this this clear uh that the, there's no ra racial tension here yeah, I, yeah. I mean i i, I it seen... was not it, i i don't think it was racialized at all i think it was meant to look like it was something sort of look like that but yeah. but there's a and i have this thought i want to get it out here uh, there's instances uh that look like uh, racial discrimination. And unfortunately, unfortunately, I, and I know many people uh, agree with me, uh, many don't, but uh, I, I don't think we have racial discrimination here. We have economic yeah. discrimination here. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, people do not see in the same eye uh, the rich people and the poor people. And I don't think that if you are poor, if you are blonde, blue eyes, and, and all <laughs> the, uh, yeah. the racial phenotype of, of uh, white people, I mean, uh, you're going to get treated well. Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, and that, there's something that, that uh, I, I have observed. That there's, I don't think, I mean, you mentioned we're mixed. Yeah, that's the I other mean, thing. Is uh, it, how exactly, if there is racial discrimination, how exactly does it work when half the population is half one or the other and the other, you know, and then another and, quarter and is it's, black and another quarter is white? Yeah, and, and it it's work? not you only know? Haitian. We have uh, Spanish ascendancy, yeah. Italian. There are uh, uh, people from Middle East here. A lot That's of people, right. a lot of Chinese, uh, uh, names. Chinese minority, yeah. Chinese. Yeah. yeah. Oh true you mean uh, you see so there's i, I don't think we're, we're uh yeah I mean, a country one th one thing i i often tell to my students that my students have never heard before but it's a way of saying what you're saying is that people think that in in this country and in the u.s that there's sort of racial discrimination but it's not really racial it's that Black people, and in this country, indigenous people and also black people, tend more often to be, it correlates with poverty, 
right? And so the police are more likely and, and so on, and, and crime and, and, and so on is more likely to happen among the poor. And if the poor happen to be more likely to be black, that's not a racial thing, that's a poverty thing. And my students can have really difficult time understanding this. It's like, they're like, well, what do you mean? And it's, you know, and, but the reality is, and this would be true in your, in your country as well, that the lower social strata, the poorer parts of the population probably are black, more likely to be black people just by correlation, right? I mean, it's not, it's not racism necessarily. It's just, that's how it, how it ends up, right? Because there are also very rich people who are black in your country. I mean, Fanny, you were talking about the uh, Samana, the English speaking people. Fanny has, my wife has some relatives who are um, the King family. Maybe you know them. Yeah. They're they're part they're they're from Samana originally. Their name their family name is King. They speak Spanish now, but I assume that they descend from these um, you know uh, immigrants from other English speaking islands or perhaps the U.S. or something. I don't know, but they are extremely well off. I mean, we went to their house and they're living in this beautiful gated community and they're very well off and they're they're not white, you know. So I mean, like this idea that rich people are white in the Dominican Republic and it's just not true, but black people are probably more likely to be poor. If that makes sense. Do, do you know what I mean? Uh, Statistically, completely, right? com completely makes sense. And yeah. uh, yes, there, there are many people uh, here, very rich and they're Spanish and Italian, most of them uh, mm -hmm. descendants, but there is, I don't, I don't see a, a barrier. As yeah. if you work hard and have the that's opportunity. That's it. That's right. You can. I mean, look, look at look at Fanny's family, the King family. That they, they they worked their way up basically for as immigrants from St. Thomas or wherever they came from, right? You know. Right. Uh, yeah. So it's not. It's it's. I mean, it's. It, this is not to deny that cases of racism may exist, but I think that what you're saying is the idea that there's this racial social uh, systematic is no, not no, true no. it's just not true right even though um th that it race will correlate with poverty fairly frequently right it, it that seems reasonable to assume as well right yes and, and it has a historical uh origin the the means right. of production yeah. were in uh in the hands of the co uh, the people that that colonize Right. This country. Yes. Yeah. I mean that that's not fair, but that's a fact. That, that's and, and their descendants remain maintained some of that wealth and passed it on and so on. And then of course the descendants of the slaves are in the lower social strata. Why would that surprise anybody? Because they started off as their ancestors were slaves, right? You know, like it's, yes, and, it's, and they had nothing. They they didn't even have themselves. Right, exactly. They were, they, yeah, they, they were property of others, right? So, so why right. why would it surprise anyone that that black Dominicans are more likely to be poor than than non black Dominicans, right? Just more yeah. likely. But again, there's no racial barrier. Fanny's family is, uh, you know, again the King family. They're very dark black and they're extremely wealthy, right? So there's no there's there's no sort of barrier like you know no blacks allowed or anything like that. It's completely. That's no, yeah. I, I cannot deny that you can find some stupid races. Yeah, yeah, uh, because it, it's mainly stupidity <laughs> and, and ignorance. Yeah, uh, yeah. that uh, still. So what, what, you're saying is, yeah, what you're really saying is that there's a largely if you work hard and kind of, you know, just play it straight, you can usually pull yourself up. If you look at people who kind of build themselves up. And regardless of their race, they, they kind of can. It's probably hard to do, but you can, 
right? It's a place where it's possible to, right? You're, you're not held down by your race, right? Uh, no, you're not. Uh, yeah. But you, you have to fight your, your way through. Yeah, well, uh, just like everywhere, people have to work hard in order to. Oh yes, uh, right. studying and and being in the right place and yeah, that's right. Uh, working Sometimes. hard. Yeah, working hard. Well, I cannot deny that right. <laughs> uh, as as time goes by, the inequality uh, once again uh, make the opportunities scarce, yeah. and then people have to do more, and that's why people migrate. Uh, that's true. Going back yeah. to the, to the, to that point. And that's uh, that's a pointer that that it's uh, going to 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 play some part in this. Well, many many Dominicans migrate mostly to the United States, as I understand it, for 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 uh, economic reasons. Right, half of New York City is Dominican. It's crazy, you know. Uh, there so are that. Uh, my, my cousin once pointed out how there's this uh, there's this weird like because I because I noticed once when, when I was in Puerto Rico that there were all these Dominican migrants working there. And I was telling my cousin this. He said, yeah. And then all the Puerto Ricans are in New York. There's this kind of weird pecking order. You know, the Haitians are going to the Dominican Republic and the Dominican Dominicans are going to Puerto Rico and the Puerto Ricans are going to New York. Well, that's how a whole conspiracy uh, conspiracy theory there it's but not a conspiracy it's just it's, it's just to say like because that's almost like there's a almost like a stratifying in new york is richer than puerto rico and puerto rico is richer than the dominican republic and the dominican republic is richer than haiti and, you know right so it's kind of no no i, I don't mean yeah. that's your conspiracy uh, conspiracy theory but there exists they're trying to move around the, yeah, the, yeah. the population who but, is like, uh, what is this? I've never heard I mean, the, the who is that uh, unknown uh, new world order and, right. and whatnot, the, the, the same uh, yeah. thing uh, from always. I so, mean, so that, the, that, the, 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 that's shady, of, yeah. shady. The Davos clique elite types, is that something like uh, that? Yeah. Yeah, right. Pretty much. Yeah, let's, pretty much. let's not go down too far down that rabbit hole. But no, I, no, no. I, I, I just I want to mention because yeah. it, it, it exists. I mean, yeah. that, that well, theory. I, I, I do, yeah, that's, I do know that my own prime minister, Justin Trudeau, is very much in that sort of international mindset and I I'm, I'm yeah. not I, I don't think there's a big conspiracy but I do know that my country I really want my country to be my country first more than being part right. of the world order you know and there's actually nothing wrong with saying that people should take care of their own country first and then think about the rest of the world right yeah that, that's not racist and not oh. Nationalist, right. nationalist uh, at all. That, yeah, I mean, it really, there's an ancient idea in Catholicism, I believe, that I, I forget the name of it, that you should, you should expand outward. Like, first, you should try and take care of yourself as an individual, and then you should try and take care of your family and do the best you can. And then, and then your immediate community should come after that around you where you live and then your city right and then from there maybe your province like in canada we have these big provinces right and then from there your country and then after that maybe into the world you know should be the last thing if you like and that seems like a reasonable way to think about how to orient yourself i i, right? I think it's if it's catholic very well but but i think that's uh, uh the nature of of uh belonging to a right, community right. i mean you have to take care of your own first Mm -hmm. then the bigger step the community then uh my country and, and then once them. we have uh 
I don't know, all that we need, then let's take care of, oh, of everybody, uh, other people. everybody else yeah. and, and all are welcome. What's, but, strange, what's strange yeah. is to say something like that, like, first of all, saying that it's a Catholic thing, immediately some people would be sort of repulsed by that. Some like people in my family, maybe, or just people I know would be, oh my God, you know, you, you can't, that's, that can't be good because it's a sort of a right wing Catholic thing. It must be bad. But if you just think about that as a proposition, what is wrong with doing that? Because if everybody did that everywhere, wouldn't the world be a better place, right? And, you know, yeah. <laughs> right? If you, if you just right. think about it from a... You know. and, and you should not have to, to leave your country because I, I, yeah. I don't think that no one in their right mind and, and in a country that there's a opportunity, maybe not money not rolling down the street, but opportunity, will leave his country. Why? Yeah. Yeah. Why do you... For, for example, we have... Um, in this last uh, like 10, 12 years, uh, a heavy uh, migration to Canada. But who's migrating to Canada lastly? Professionals. Yeah, yeah. People that uh, have a skill. Well-educated people. There. Yeah, right, people yes. with education, right? Yes, yeah. and, and you need to, to, to learn English if you don't know and learn French. But people is migrating, and and not to disparage uh, Canada. I, I I would love to, to be there, but you're welcome to visit very, anytime. We'd love to you, have thank you. Thank yeah. you. It's very very hard for someone from the Caribbean to, for example, adapt. I'm sorry once again to take your country as an example to adapt to a hard winter. Yeah. Who wants that? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> being yeah, born in the funny. Caribbean when, when you have sun uh, uh, like All the time, 10, hour, yeah. <laughs> 10 hours a day. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, uh, migrating is not a, a, a joke. Well, it, it depends. People it does it because yeah. they need to do it. Yeah, well, it depends. I mean, it's very case specific, right? I mean, my brother went and lived in the United States uh, about 25 years ago. He lives in, because many Canadians leave Canada mostly for the United States too, right? It's, I mean, this is, well, you're talking about this as though people from rich countries don't leave their own countries, but they, we do sometimes, right? Americans sometimes leave and go live in other countries as well. So in many cases, it's just, in, in my brother's case, it was um, as you mentioned earlier, it had to do with um, education, and, and he was well educated, and he was um, he. Uh, there was economic problems in Canada in the 1990s, and there were more opportunities for him in the U.S. And many of his friends went and lived there as well, you know. And so, and and he loves there. He's a dual citizen now, and it's really great for him, right? So, I I, I don't know if it's really necessary. I, I actually am very pro-immigration if people want to do it. I think what you're saying is if a person feels like they have no choice but to migrate. Yes, and, and that okay. is, in these countries, I mean, Latin America and the Caribbean, that is yeah. what pushes. Well, certainly going back to the Haitian thing, many of, many of the people I see in your country who are from Haiti, they are the very poorest of the poor, uh, they tend to be, you'll see them on construction sites, cutting sugarcane, you know, doing, selling sunglasses on the streets in Santo Domingo, things like that. So these yeah. are people often who don't even know how to speak French, which means their education must be very, very poor if they, if they can't even speak French. So my assumption is that they probably, I mean, I don't know whether they really chose to leave Haiti, but I do know that when they go to live in your country, I've heard that from from uh, Fanny's father has told me that they tend to come in a group usually there'll be like four or five guys will come often from the same village 
and they'll they'll work they'll you know they'll get they'll work as a unit a crew together like on construction and things like that right they'll you know and usually one of them learns how to speak spanish well enough to be able to negotiate contracts because it's all cash right these are illegal migrants and you know they'll work in things like demolition and construction and things like that and building building and all that and apparently they can make anywhere from 200 to 500 US dollars a month, which if you're from a tiny village in Haiti and you're used to eking out on 20 or 30 dollars a month, that's actually a, a fairly a decent step up, right? I mean, that's, you know, and, and, you, and you can send some of your money back to your people back in Haiti, like it's, it's a way of maintaining. I'm convinced that the, 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 the Haitian migrants living in your country are basically Support, the, the, the extremely weak state of the Haitian economy is being propped up by that. Do you know what I mean? All that, 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 th those, those, uh, those monies flowing back are, are helping people in Haiti. Oh, you know? most definitely. Yeah. Most you definitely. know, and so I, I, I honestly don't really see what's wrong with that unless there's some kind of a negative effect. Cause we can also talk about maybe some of these people, if they're getting involved in criminality or if they're, you know what I mean? Like, like we, there's a there's a larger discussion. Maybe it's causing social uh, disruption in Haiti and the Dominican Republic. I don't know. I don't know if you wanted to comment on that. I, you know. Well, the the and let me tell you that. Let me tell you something. Uh, Haitians are involved in much more activities than than construction nowadays. I mean, I was riding an uh, uh, an Uber. Uber taxi, mm -hmm. like two weeks ago, and and the driver was Haitian. Yeah, interesting. So that yeah. tells you two things: uh, to drive a car, especially for Uber, you have to have uh, a license, background check, a license, a valid license, yeah. Yeah. license yeah. a criminal background, and and all that. So they're getting. Uh, legalized in, in, yeah. some, in some yeah. way. I mean, not only, uh, I know there's a bunch of, of the majority is uh, illegal uh, immigration, but there there's is- There's also legal. Yeah, there are also people- oh, who Yes, there, there's a yeah. pathway, yeah. Uh, like, uh, I don't know, four or five years, six years, there's a pathway. They're, they're getting documents as uh, residents now, and that's what's allowing them to uh, maybe open a, uh, a bank account, something that some time ago they, they could not do, formalize, uh, get into the for formalized uh, economy. Well, most of the complaints of, of uh, I mean, the Dominican is uh, that there's an overwhelm, uh, overwhelming, uh, warming, sorry, uh, overwhelm uh, the, the health system and the education system. Right, yeah. I mean... So services like schools and hospitals and so on in, in some areas are just, they, they can't keep up. Yeah, that, that's a legitimate concern. That's a concern. Here in Montreal, we have we have very a lot of immigrants from many parts of the world and our primary and secondary schools are just jammed right up because many of these uh, people from other parts of the world have more children. Right. So there's a, there's a, and that's not, I mean, that's just an issue to deal with. It's technically complicated. How do you do that when you have classes of 40, 50 students and the teachers are overworked and they can't find qualified teachers and all that. Right. That's a, that well, that, that's do, exactly, right? exactly yeah. what happened in here at the start of the uh, school year here uh, a couple of weeks ago, there are uh, provinces or, or, or towns that, have not started the, the 
really the school yeah. year because wow. there's literally nowhere to put the students is that to, right to, wow uh, i mean that that's uh yeah and is, that, is that, that, in, that that's in communities that have high migrant populations is that is that where they typically are located is that uh yes in the in the east where there were uh, there are but most of them are are mechanized now uh cane they're like mechanized now really they're mechanized yes much of them are, are mechanized that. there are uh, okay. uh of course uh Braceros? I mean, the yeah, people cutters, that, that, yeah, cut. guys that cut. Just, yeah. just to be clear, what we're talking about, the eastern part of the Dominican Republic, La Romana, Punta Cana, is, is where there's a lot of flat plains and sugarcane fields. That is correct. And that traditionally, correct. a lot of the Haitian migrants and other poor, low, you know, poor, low social strata uh, Dominicans as well, and immigrants from other countries. Juan's father was an immigrant. Fanny's grandfather was an immigrant from St. Thomas and worked at Central Romana. Right. Right, you know, so um, traditionally they would cut the sugar cane, but you're telling me that there are machines doing that now? That's interesting. Yes, uh, there, are, there are some ingenios or, or uh, sugar cane factories. Yeah, yes, yeah. ingenios that uh, they have the, the, the sugar cane plantation. Uh, I mean, there is not the 100%, but there are uh, some that are mechanized. Not that they do not need the, uh, the labor, but uh, they, they probably need some labor and maybe more skilled labor, guys that can cut and run the machines kind of thing with more skills and are maybe more highly paid. Is that something like that? Probably yeah. is happening, I'm guessing. From right. what, I, what I understand about yeah, it was interesting what you were saying about the taxi driver is that the, many Haitians, a lot of Haitian um, migrants, too, the ones with some education often work in the hotels because many of them have more language skills than the Dominicans, right? Because they'll know Spanish because they come and live there. They know French and sometimes they even know English. Like if they have any education, they, they at least they know a few other languages. And I've noticed that yes. in the hotels, often the guys working in the hotels, even like in well-paid jobs are from Haiti as well, just because it, and that partly for linguistic reasons. Um, uh, much, much of that is, is uh, plainly true. Yeah. It's the education. And let me tell you, there's a big population of Haitian students in universities. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and it's, uh, I know that there's, uh, I know there are uh, universities in, in Haiti, but maybe the, the civil unrest and uh, the problems there, they're pushing the, the students uh, here. And, and we have not all the, the Haitian migration are, are poor. That's right, yeah. I mean, the, there are uh, well-to-do families also that they send their kids uh, starting here, mainly to the uh, To immigrate, basically, right? I mean, it's yes. basically a way of immigrating, isn't that? Yes, right? and, and, and I have seen someone, some uh, well-to-do families, uh, they speak uh, French, uh, some, of course, speak uh, uh, Creole, and in the supermarkets here. Yeah, yeah so I've noticed, I, I, hear, I hear Creole all the time on the streets in Santo Domingo when, I, when I've been there, and also French sometimes as well. You hear it very frequently. Yes. Uh, I, I, in fact, ironically, the, Fanny's family, uh, the King family, I remember one time we were there, and their, their, care, like their nanny, their, their maid, I forget her name now, 
And they were mentioning, and they said, oh, she's talking in her language. I said, what language? Said, oh, she speaks Creole or something. And, you know, and it's just, it's all through the, the, the population. It's kind of all around, you know, across the population as, as a generality. But I wanted to ask you um, just about that taxi driver, the Uber driver. Did he speak Spanish well? Um, now that you mentioned we, we didn't exchange uh, didn't talk much, much. because <laughs> yeah. it, it was, yeah. it was uh, following the, the instructions of the, GPS, of the application. Yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. And, and I'm sorry to, to, to say that, but I think he was afraid that I noticed that he was Haitian. Oh my God, poor guy. I don't know why. Yeah, that's Maybe some, some yeah. uh, uh, people just get out from the car. I don't have a reason to do that. Because he's a legitimate, a legitimate uh, Uber driver. Yeah. But I, I noticed that, and and that's uh, that's what. How do you know? Was, just just to be clear, yeah. I mean, what, was it the way he spoke? Was it something about the way he looked? I mean, yes, uh, he, uh, the accent. The accent, right? So he, he said if he said enough words in Spanish that you could hear. Yes, accent, that, yeah. that I could. And yeah. <laughs> I love, I love that. What sometimes when Haitians when they're speaking Spanish with a really heavy accent, it's hilariously funny. There was a security guard at one of the buildings once, and this guy, the guy sitting there, and he started talking in Spanish, and I was like, wow, that guy's got a really crazy accent. Like yeah. it immediately hit me. It was like that guy must be from Haiti. And and, <laughs> and what one uh, dead giveaway was that the Uber application <laughs> was in French. Was in French. Okay. <laughs> yes, yeah, it was. <laughs> the robot okay. was speaking in French. <laughs> oh, okay. I know. Now that's so, great. Yeah, well, but we this, didn't exchange, but but it's. But you noticed it, yeah. It was something. I, I I wanted to return to one thing quickly though before I move on to some other stuff is this thing that happened with the guy who was strung up that seemed to be part of a kind of a wave of things. There was a girl who was raped. This is about ten years ago. Yep. And I'm wondering, is has that wave, first of all, was that a wave or was that just normal? Is there another wave now? Do these things flare up every once in a while, these kind of tensions in the streets between? Yes. Uh, as a matter of fact, that flares up. And sometimes it happens, and, I, and, I, and I'm very suspicious of when, when those when it does things flare happen. up, yeah. Yes. Yeah. For example, let, let me tell you. Uh, a couple of uh, weeks ago, uh, a Haitian migrant was an uh, employee on a, on a farm and uh, he's, uh, uh, they're pointing at him as, as the murderer of, of three uh, Dominican uh, wow. people really? on the farm. Boy. Okay, so... Is this so? The, the, in other words, three Dominicans were murdered on that farm or near that farm. Yes, and he's being accused of those murders. Is, the, is a, there any? Is there any evidence that he did commit a murder? Haitian worker that was uh, dismissed like um, three, two or three days ago because of yeah. uh, aggressive uh, behavior? Okay, but okay. what what happened afterwards that the some houses were burned. Oh my God! And and Haitian. Uh, oh there, my God! Fortunately, yeah. there, there was no no casualties. Uh, so those were that. local people in that community, probably who were angry and or something, right? Yes, and yeah. and and uh, and and one of uh, I mean one of of the of the uh, fatalities was uh, uncle of a former defense ministry. Wow. Here. Okay. So high up the. Uh, 
the political yes. change. Yes, and, it, and, and it has a lot of visibility because it was uh, the uncle from the former general. Wow. I mean, Holy and God. and what came after was the burning of, of those uh, uh, houses, townhouse, uh, houses. Yeah. And some uh, Haitians, I, I think they left the place. Uh, fortunately, there's no uh, uh, news of any uh, Haitian being murdered. I mean, wow. so, uh, so that's something that flared up recently. Just yeah, like yeah. It's, it's yeah. A, it, it, right. This happens like like two weeks ago. Okay. They're trying so, so to locate is, the, the yeah. okay. So is this? I'm just trying to get a handle. Like, how often do these things happen, or do they do they happen in? It sounds like they happen kind of in clusters. Like, like from what I can see, you know, some some person will be murdered, and then there's a Haitian accused of it, and then something like what you just described. It seems like I've I've heard other cases like that, but do they come in a kind of a wave where like a bunch of things happen and then it's quiet for a while, or is it just sort of constant that you hear things in the news? Or I don't know if you understand my question. Is it, is it something that is possible to, to see a pattern to in some way, or is there no way to predict? I don't know. I don't think there's a way to predict, uh, uh, but I think that some of those things are magnified. Uh, media. Or yeah. political gain, or or a distraction from from anything else that is happening, but it 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 did not escalate. I mean, burning a house is uh, escalation enough. Okay? But beyond that, that was the end of it. That 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 stopped. Uh, yeah, there, right? th yeah, that is correct. Yeah. And 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 it's it gets sometimes uh, disheartening because. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I I know they they uh, they need the 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 job. Yeah. And people, yeah. let me tell you, I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, uh, most of the construction workers are Haitians. That's a niche that they have. Most of the farmer, the farmhands are Haitians. Mm -hmm. That's something that they have too. Yeah. So when these violence uh, episodes happen and, and violence only get more violence and, and more hate and, and more mistrust and, and more stories that uh, are not confirmed but uh, anyone uh, assume it's it's true yeah uh, it, it really like see the, I mean you see that that this is not going to end well yeah well that's and, and I would hate for for our countries to be I'm trying that. to get at is like it sort of seems like a constant thing but do you think it's escalating over time cuz this case of the guy being strung up that was like in 2013 that was a really long time ago you know so yeah. or 2014 or something so do you think it's gradually getting worse over time or do you think it's just it seems like it's just kind of bumbling along and these things are happening sometimes and then they go down again I I don't know God. yes <laughs> i think that nothing like that has happened afterwards i mean that right. the the right. strong up of of, of uh, the poor man yeah so i see that as, as i mentioned there's there's too much interest in uh yeah. play yeah. well one I mean, thing one thing i just wanted to say too is that you pointed out to me once and you sent me when we were talking about this uh on online once that it's not unique to, you know, the, the, the Haitians, you know, in the Dominican Republic, you know, getting aggressed or murdered or raped or, and then, you know, re return all that stuff. Sometimes on the other side of the border that happens as well, there was a terrible case. I think you sent me those articles about a, 
an engineer who was working in, in Haiti and he was found murdered by a river. This was maybe five years ago. And it was terrible. Right. It, it looked like his, his, um, his driver and his bodyguard had betrayed him or so that seemed to be what I understood from the news article that sure. looked like he had taken him down the end of a road and they brutally murdered him and stole all his stuff and everything and and he was just I mean he was an engineer he was just a guy doing you know he was contracted to go to Haiti to develop I don't know build a bridge or something and you know there's not very good human capital in Haiti right so this was a person who had some skills that could do some of those things from what i understand a lot of the businesses and um in, in the in haiti a lot of the importation of stuff is dominican business people doing that you know i don't know if that's still true now because of the political problems in haiti maybe yeah. you can talk a bit about that because the political situation is very bad in haiti these days right but yes and it, and it seems like uh, I, I don't know if i mentioned uh this uh off line you you see the the situation in in Haiti and you, you don't perceive besides the prime minister or the person right. <laughs> working uh, as prime minister or have the title uh, speaking and and you, you don't see the traces of a of a government right right I mean yeah. of, of a and, <laughs> and and I'm not trying to be disparaging no I no mean, it's just a matter of reality they, they don't the, have a state structure of any yeah the, there, there's yeah. a chaos I mean yeah. Uh, yeah. some yeah. group are blocking the the the, the entrance of, of uh, oil I mean wow. Uh, wow. gasoline uh, there have to they have many people from from the border have to cross the border to Dahabon, that's a, a, a province near the border to buy gasoline to go back to haiti See, because, are, because the gasoline distribution is not working in haiti so they have to come correct in, yeah, there, there are hospitals oh. that have had to, to shut down they can't schools. even run their generators man people must be yeah dead. because there's, God, there's terrible. No, no oil no no uh wow that's and that's so it's, it's basically total dysfunction right now in that country it has been since is this since the president was murdered i think it was last year it, it got very very much worse it okay. got worse since the u.n left haiti okay when was that when did the u.n exit haiti do you know is that a few it years ago approximately after the 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 earthquake that was a long time ago. The earthquake was what, 2011, didn't it? 2010, right? yes. Uh, yeah. Well, it, it's oh. been not, maybe not so long ago. I have I have to, to check, but uh, it, it deteriorated. Wow. I mean, the UN, yeah. the, the, the I don't know, blue helmets. <laughs> so they, they, they were maintaining, so the UN and the blue helmets and all these aid organizations were maintaining some semblance of order. They were doing the job of what the Haitian government should be doing in some senses, right? Which is maintaining order and, and uh, running the police and, the, and all that kind of stuff. Yes, and, and they keep yeah. the, 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 the gangs at bay. Yeah. I mean, they so there's only so much there. the gangs can do when there's actual soldiers on the street who are from Italy, yes, Canada. And, yes, and, and, right? and they fought battles there. I mean, wow. <laughs> really? They killed wow, people. I didn't know that. I mean, uh, yes, in the... Uh, for example, in, in the neighborhoods, violent neighborhoods, uh, Cité Soleil. And, Cité Soleil, yeah. So yeah. Cité Soleil is, is, is just a very extremely poor neighborhood in Port-au-Prince, I believe. 
Correct. Yeah. And and yeah. they they had to fight the gangs there. Wow. I mean, I don't mean they murder people, but they had to fight the gangs there and so, bring so, peace. So I just have a question about that. So basically, if a person is living in Port-au-Prince and doesn't live in a gated community, basically, you've got no police and you probably live in an area where there might be a gang that runs that neighborhood or something, right? So you maybe you have to pay, they come around and you have to give them money. Like I'm trying to think how it works on the day to day. And then the gangs sometimes fight each other to take over territory so they can extort from the population. Is it something like that? Is it is that I, I, I couldn't say because the the, yeah. the times that I were in, in Haiti, of course, I, I was under I, I have security with me. Right, right. It was for, for a, a, a telco there. And uh, they provided security from the airport to the hotel. If you need to went to mm -hmm. one of the project sites, you were accompanied by them. Bodyguards and drivers and all that kind correct. of stuff. Right? Uh, so I was yeah. uh, mostly shielded <laughs> right. from, from that reality. And I moved on uh, a thing sort of well-to-do or, or peaceful. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, uh, I mean, not, not all of Haiti is in total chaos, just to be clear. There must be places that have some security, right? Mm -hmm. There must be some areas that are relatively safe. Is that? Yes, that, say, that right? should be that way. But but I at, at this time, what I see from the news, the, the gangs taking <laughs> over, I'm, I'm not sure. Wow. And it yeah. deteriorated rapidly. I mean, where these guys came from? <laughs> I mean, that's I, I know question. That. Yeah, that's a good. It's a good question. So, I mean, from, from what I understand, that this, just if we could talk a little bit about this, the murder of this, this the president last year. It's the most obscure thing I've ever heard. There were these guys. Apparently, that they, they they took off to Miami afterwards. They were speaking English to each other, and and some of them were Colombians. I mean, it was just a well. Name. There, there are Colombians. Can you talk a bit about this because you know more about it than me. It was it was so strange. For for what I could gather from from the uh, the news, it was definitely a, a hit job. I mean, it, yeah. it was not a a coup d'état or uh, anything like that because there there was, it was a not session. a coup d'état. It was not. That's what you're saying. Correct. Right. Okay. Correctly, right. because it's uh, uh, the the people fought with the with the assassins. Some were caught. I, I mean, uh, most of them were Colombians. They are in jail in Haiti. But the details on why it happened, who in the in the in the political uh, realm? I mean, uh, Brian. Brian the First president or the, uh, yeah. yeah the prime minister at that yeah. time it's it's not very clear right. i mean right. uh i think that that the uh, the prime minister was dismissed after that and accused of of uh participating in that really really yeah well, and, and and after that uh the general uh Wow. Yeah. I mean, is, is there, is it known why they were Colombians? So they must like, what, what no. you're suggesting is that there was an assassination, right? It was a basically a Correct. political assassination, but it was not meant to topple the government. It was just want to get rid of that guy for reasons that we don't know. It's not known why. That, that, that that's right? the, the, the main thing. We don't know. We just don't know what happened. Yeah. We know what, yeah. what uh, transpires in, in, in the news and, and some, uh, 
commentator and, and something like that. But, uh, but it's not definitively known exactly what's going correct. on. Correct. There's no transparency. Yeah. And after that, uh, I have noticed that, that the things have deteriorated yeah, rapidly. Yeah, that's interesting. Rapidly. Well, that and, sort of makes sense. Like, you know, the, the political assassination happens and there's kind of like a chill effect down and, uh, you know, some people leave the country and, the, you know, there's a kind of a... It, it, it really seems like from what I understand about the longer arc of Haitian history is that there have been there have been times when it's like this. And often what happens is U.S. Marines arrive, basically, when it gets like that. Right. I mean, that seems to be, you know, like in the 1920s, American Marines showed up and it, it's happened numbers of times in Haiti where there have been and the French have come at different times. And it's 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 and I'm wondering if maybe there's something like that that's going to happen that near in the near future, if it's deteriorating. It's instability within the American realm, right? I mean, it's, you know, right? That's, I don't know. Yes, it, it, it will bring definitely instability. And, and that's what uh, we in the Dominican side fear the most. That's, because yeah. <laughs> yeah. that, uh, yeah. if there's a, an all, all out war there, uh, being a civil that, war, you mean like, like yes, a war within Haiti? Uh, yeah, among right. them or, yeah. or some country or, or international community, UN or whatever, uh, there's going to be fighting. Yeah. And the fighting, what brings is uh, people displaced. That's right. Yeah. Refugees. Well, yeah. So, so you get, you get, you get, you, so you're probably seeing some of that already. You're probably seeing an, an, up, an upsurge of people. Uh, an uptick of, right? of, of uh, yeah. Uh, migration. Yes. Yeah. But because people, people running people away leaving, from, right. Because it's yeah. all screwed up and there are these gangs going around. I'm just, I'm trying to understand what that must look like. If you're, if you're just living in a town or whatever, what do those gangs do? do they, they don't sell drugs. People are too poor to consume drugs in Haiti. Right. So I'm just wondering how they operate. They must extort the population to some extent and then fight with other gangs for uh, the right to go extort other areas, I suppose. Is that I, I don't yeah. will venture to say what what their their activities are, but but they're sure up to no good. They're heavily yeah, armed. Yeah, yeah. Heavily, heavily armed. Where are they getting their I, arms from? I mean, that, that's a good question. That's a good question. Uh, that that's something that comes also from from haiti to the Dominican republic not only people guns but, yeah uh, a lot of arms yeah so they're guns, so, very, so, very yeah, not just, yeah so so guns are smuggled across the border as well as what you're saying in, in yeah, your country. That, that, yeah that happens frequently that's, that's interesting and and that's the 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 kind of of uh i don't know lawlessness if you if you want yeah. to talk that affects and I, and i think it's really scary uh, right. uh people on, on this side I have to say, What's I, th going to happen? I think it must be, I think it's very difficult for Canadians, if any Canadians are listening to this, to understand the sense I get from Dominicans in the sense that living next to a, in a country next to a country that's so messed up as Haiti is, right? It's just, it, 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 there's a sense in the Dominican population of constant sort of worry there, I think, of like, what if things really blow up in Haiti? Well, you know, yes. is the army going to have to go and, and sort of fortify the border? Is it going to mean perhaps a war? Like if there's a civil war there, is it going to somehow spill onto your territory for reasons we can't understand? Exactly. Now, right? Imagine yeah. that some of those gangs want to cross over here. And start What's operating. Yeah, it, it's boy, oh boy. That, the ar the yeah. army will have to face them. Yeah, so you'd and see, then it, it and then will, it becomes an international incident, right? Yes, yeah, and, and, right, it, yeah. and, and it comes and it comes then 
like a war between two countries. Right, exactly. Between a criminal organization and an army from other country. No, it's Dominican Republic is attacking or defending from Haiti, whatever yeah. you, you want to. Yeah. And that's uh, not only the optics of, of what's going to happen after that. It's a, it's a great question. I mean, it's it's one of these things that I, I really think Canadians particularly have trouble understanding because, you know, we live in a very, very safe and secure country because, I mean, you know, Canada is much more safe and secure generally and richer than the, even the Dominican Republic, right? You know, absolutely nothing Sometimes. like Haiti. I mean, Haiti is impossible to imagine, I think, for, for the Canadians who've never been there, right? Because, I mean, some of our citizens go there, you know, some of us uh, have... Uh, you know, but I think that just it, it must be I think Canadians have trouble understanding that sentiment that I sense from Dominicans sometimes that 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 sort of concern it's and I think they they tend to ignore that Canadians ignore that when they look at the other issues that crop up, you know, they they, they sort of look at, you know, the, the, this country, we tend to, t the, I think the Haitian view is more commonly um, exposed in Canada for a couple of reasons. One is that Canadians tend to look for, it's very much a kind of a left-leaning country. So it looks for people that are victimized, right? That tends to be the narrative, right? You look around the world and you say, oh, this, this group of people must be victims. We're going to sort of feel sorry for them. And there are victims in the world, right? And there are Haitians sure. who are victims and that's a real thing. So there's sure. that, right? So the focus is more on Haiti, right? But um, the other thing is uh, it, it, uh, we have more citizens who descend from Haitians than citizens who defend from, descend from Dominicans. We have a larger right. Haitian community too, right? All right. So that, that tends to color the perspective, especially in the French language media, right? More in the French language media. In the English language media, I think there's just, you know, uh, there's a kind of a... Haiti is looked at just like everywhere, everybody else in the world and it looks at Haiti as this just this basket case mess of a country that we should all feel sorry for, which, you know, that's not an inaccurate description of it, but. Um, no, but but what, what I'm afraid is nothing is uh, no one, sorry, no one is doing nothing yeah. to really help them. Um, well, I mean, what do you think we could do? Maybe we could, as we move to closing, what would be some ways that really could help Haiti move into the future? And is that your responsibility? It probably isn't the Dominicans' responsibility necessarily, but uh, do you have any ideas? You mentioned to help them. I, I don't know if that... Uh, mainly institutions. Right. I mean, the, the, that, my humble opinion, that problem will not be solved by throwing money at them. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, boy. It, it might get... make it worse, in fact. It, it, oh, yes. It, it might yes, actually make there things worse. Could come the fighting for, for the money. Well, then they, yeah, they start fighting for the money. So be, yeah, right, exactly. So you get competition for all that money flowing in from the outside. Yes. Uh, I, I mean, yeah. institutions, they need institutions. Uh, can, can you just specify, like, what... what the most important institution I would imagine would be security forces of oh, yes. some kind, right? That would be the number one thing. Police and military, is that the number one thing they should be, most, should, right? Is that? Yes, most definitely. And and I don't know, uh, the state of, of, of the health and, and the education. When I went to Haiti, I saw, and that amazed me. I mean, there were school, schools, little private schools in every street. And you see the, the, the boys and girls with their uniforms. <laughs> That's nice. Very nice. <laughs> yeah. 
but it 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 uh i don't know i i saw well but there's a education here people are pursuing education that's cool i mean they they, yeah. they want it of course they i do. see many parents of children want their kids to be educated i just exactly like actual thing and right? exactly and yeah. i saw uh, uh places where uh they taught english and the valedictorian uh uh was uh, was in English speaking, and that's nice. That that's uh, th they want to progress. Yeah. They need yeah. an environment to progress. I mean, and 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 this is uh, uh, maybe the, <laughs> I don't know if it's going to to uh, to sound awful. I mean, I think they need to have institutions besides diplomacy. Yeah. Besides. Internally, uh, you mean inside yes, the country? Yes, yeah. not yeah. not diplomacy like like going uh, taking the Dominican Republic to the United Nations or right, or, right, or, yeah. or accusing yeah. some other country that that is uh, uh, not helping or, or attacking them. They need to to, Their to care own for the people. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. need to care for yeah. the people. They they cannot throw the the uh, the people to yeah. to migration. Migration is is. It's only, it's only, it's only be very good. Yeah, it's, it's traumatic. Well, it's, some people are going to remain there, right? Not everybody can leave, right? Not I mean, everybody you know, can like leave, a, but yeah, yeah. that people so, that cannot leave is yeah. the the people that I think that they're neglected. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I you, agree. You, and I understand, but for, for uh, the ease of of the language, but I, I don't know if you have been. Well, Haiti, but uh, I've never been to, to Haiti. To, no, to San to San uh Airport, you see planes for Air Canada from Air Canada. Sorry, yeah, from uh, United States, of course, Air France. I mean, they're everywhere. Yeah, and I know if those planes are there, it's usually people coming back to Haiti right, to visit right. their their yeah. their uh, family. Yeah, so X, they X, love the yeah. country. They yeah. love uh, they yeah. love their country as much as as the Dominican love their. Uh, oh, Haitian, Haitians are fiercely nationalistic about their. Worse. That's one thing I've noticed, and and in some sense, I think they should be because again, the Haitian Revolution was really quite an achievement. You know, like it's it really was a thing. It was the first black republic in the world. It was that they fought the French Empire and defeated them. I mean, it was really something, you know. And I think that there's there's no there's no reason why Haitians should not be proud of their their country. I think it's you know, it's in a bit of a bad state. Has been in a bad state for over a hundred years now. But that doesn't mean it can't get better. I refuse to believe that it's just perpetually doomed in Haiti. I just don't think that's true. As you point out, when there are children going to school, there are always people that want their children to have a better future, right? Oh, Jason, they, they, they were the first uh, country besides United States to have their independence. That's right. In 1804. Yeah, it's incredible, really. It's really. Uh... I mean, uh, I mean that, that's something to be proud of. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it really is. And it's also, it's like, I, I really think this, I mean, the institutions you mentioned earlier, I think the key ones are just people cannot exchange well with each other and in, peacefully exchange with each other and have a normal functioning day-to-day -day life if there's no security, right? There's two ways that, that human beings who are strangers, and that is to say, you know, 
not everybody in Haiti knows everybody else in Haiti. There's a lot of strangers. There's two ways they can interact. They can, they can, you know, people, and this is true everywhere in the world. It's not just true in Haiti. You know, you can fight and steal from somebody else, or you can give him something voluntarily and he can give you something back voluntarily. Right. And the the voluntary one is better, but it requires a, a security and overall what's called a Leviathan where if you go and attack the guy and try and steal, then the cops come and take you away. So that stops people from doing that. Right? Yeah, the, it prevents that from happening. This was, this was sorry, uh, uh, aspect of, of law and order. So I, I, I feel that, that the political uh, class in Haiti has, has to do a, a better job about that. Yeah. I mean, so, at, so at it providing starts at the some... top is what you're saying, right? It's got, it's got to be, the, 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 the political class has to be better functioning and that will trickle down to the police and the army and all that, right? Yes, and, and yeah. many people have, for example, accused the, the, I mean, the ruling economic class to be not caring too much from for, yeah. uh, for Haiti too. And that could be it also. I mean, uh, there should be an environment for, for, for uh, uh, that hardworking people to work in peace yeah. and fix their issues. I mean, I know that, <laughs> that, that they have a hard time maybe agreeing on something. If <laughs> you can see the the the, yeah. the amount of, of political parties that that are they, uh, yeah, I, I know nothing about the Haitian. Yeah, there are many uh, parties. Is that is that right? I I, yeah. I think they they are. I, I think I, I saw I was uh, there. There was a political campaign and and I saw it to a lot of candidates. Right. right. A lot of candidates. And it's like uh, uh, De Gaulle, what he said about uh, France. How do you govern uh, govern a, a, a country that has 300 different cheeses? <laughs> cheese. <laughs> That's good. So, so, yeah, I mean, it's interesting. So some countries, you know, Israel and Italy are, are often pointed out in this regard that there are many political parties and they... The, the, it's very unstable. I think Italy has had, you know, something like 75 different governments since World War II, like they fall every few months or something, right? And Italy seems to function okay, though, compared to Haiti, right? Um, I don't know. It strikes me there are other problems other than just the number of political parties. It's not clear to me that the political system is really all that important in some senses. I think it's, again, how do you get, the, how do you get a police force that functions that actually does its job? When people like, you know, that are actually patrolling the streets and then somebody calls them, they go and they, how do, how do you get that to work? I don't know how that, like the, 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 the politicians are, are, they're in there doing, they're making their laws and they're getting elected or whatever. But the, the general functioning of the state is almost apart from that. It's a separate thing in some senses, right? Like the, the bureaucratic state that includes things like the army and the police, that transcends the democratic um, system because those people are not elected every four years or whatever, right? I mean, the, the, if you, if, you, if you're the police chief of Montreal, you don't change your job when François Legault wins an election, right? You're still the police chief. You know what I mean? Like it, it, it has to be sort of a coherent structure beyond just the political. I think is is what I'm trying to say. You know, and I don't know how they can do that. I don't know if you have any. Oh yes, yeah, so the 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 functioning yeah. the the part that function in a, in a democracy are people that are not elected. That's uh, right, for example, yeah. the yeah. chief of police or whatever, what you mentioned. But there's there's have to be, a, a and, and I'm not telling that uh, the Dominican Republic is without issues. 
without yeah. political problems. Apart from me for that, but I, I, I think that that's what needs to be done. I, a sense of of okay, this is a state, mm -hmm. this is a government, yeah. whatever institution we have have dissolved or we need to create again. Because I, I mean you you. You cannot function like like yeah. like a country yeah. like that. It, it's going to disappear. Yeah, well, I that mean, sort of it, it raises the question of what exactly. Yeah, so the worst case scenarios you've already outlined, I think, which is sort of total internal collapse, where you have a civil war in in um, in, in in Haiti, where and then that could spill into your country and so on. Just maybe something positive as we move to the end. What do you think the best case scenario? Like, imagine if in 10 years you could outline outline something that would be realistic that that could actually be achieved that would be the best case scenario what what do you think that would be what would that look like in 2032 i mean in it will look to me like uh as i mentioned some security institutions i mean uh courts of law functioning I, I i don't say they are not functioning but that that's what not functioning uh, very well right now i think we maybe they're not safe, right? uh, yeah. for example a uh, well-trained police uh, and a way to to solve the the disputes because at the end of the day it's people that it's <laughs> not seeing eye to eye on something right right yeah you mean that there should be a, a better way to uh, discuss your issues that arming that well I get this rifle you get that one that let's let's do it this way yeah I, I see it like like uh, those institutions existing and uh, uh, internal healing I mean there's there's too much rupture among among the Haitians. So maybe 10 years is, is too short of a time frame. I think and, it's too yeah, short of a time yeah, frame. Yeah, but uh, and I hate to say that, but they're not going to 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 that they they will not be able to do that alone. Yeah. I mean other countries and I'm not talking about invasion. It's uh, only if they allow it, if they want it, uh, should help mm -hmm. them. So, so, I mean, so you believe that it, it, it's going to require also some outside help. You, you don't think that the, 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 it could be achieved internally just on its own? Among I, I, I think they can, they're not listening to each other. Yeah. yeah. That, that's my impression. Yeah. I, I don't say it's that way, but what I, yeah. from what I hear, I mean, uh, once again, I'm not meaning invasion or occupation. On, on it, This has to be done. Uh, with their agreement, I mean, there's a need to 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 yeah. uh, the international community to help them, and not once again not throwing money. Money will make things worse. I totally agree. Yeah, I, I well, one of the things I've I've heard about Haiti that's a real problem in terms of that you know the the charity is that Haitian you know, people who in Haiti who would start little businesses can't like they never really it's it's not a good idea to start a little business because you never know when there's going to be some 
shipment of stuff that's going to be free. So for example, let's say you start a business, you know, making shoes and everything. So you're making your shoes and you're selling them. And then, you know, some shoe company in the US wants to do a good deed. So they ship 10 million pairs of shoes to Haiti and they're giving them out for free and your business is destroyed, right? So you put that on like everything that people could be selling to each other. So people just don't really do things like that, right? They just, that's what I've heard. I've heard that's one of the problems is there's not enough um, because of this insecurity of charity, let's say the charity kind of comes in and then it goes away and then it comes in and then it goes yes. away. Yes, and right? and and you nevertheless, there there are things, businesses that are working because, for example, a lot of construction materials are bought in the Dominican Republic, and they are sent in Haiti oh, in trucks, yeah. and those truckers, those drivers, <laughs> are frequently kidnapped. Wow. Not murder. Wow. It's very, very, very rare that... that so it's a financial them. kidnapping. They, they bring them in and you have to pay Correct. a ransom of some kind. Correct. And, and the back. company uh, owning the truck and, and owning the load, they have to pay them to re rescue, the, the of course, the, the, the human beings wow. and also maybe the... the so that's effectively a business on the part of those gangs. That's one of the of things they're doing, right? They're, they're, the trucks come across the border. I mean, it, it, it's interesting. Like, why wouldn't they have, um, why wouldn't the companies invest in, you know, arming the trucks and having them, uh, you know, having like bodyguards go with them wearing bulletproof vests? And stuff um, like that? Is that, is that seem crazy? It's expensive to do that, but is it, is it, is it less expensive to pay the ransom and the disruption? The guy's going to be gone and the truck is destroyed I, or offline? I think or, that uh, mm -hmm. if, we, if we go the, <laughs> the military way, I mean, sending the trucks, uh, the drivers and, and uh, security and all that, uh, that there would be a, a lot of a loss of life. Lots of what? Life. I mean, I mean, uh, death. So you, you think you think it would raise the tension and make it? They would make the kidnappers even more brazen and start shooting and. Right, right. Oh, of course, of course. Yeah, that's interesting. It, it, that that will yeah. bring uh, not only kidnapping, maybe murder. Shoot, because yeah. uh, yeah. if they're shoot back that's, and and the others and uh, that that's a a, a, a touchy <laughs> yeah. a touchy subject there. That's so, interesting. All right. Yes. Well. Let's let's end on on a on a more positive note. So maybe you you might agree with me that I'm still convinced that the country could be turned around. I, I oh yes, I, I refuse to believe that it's sort of because I hear a lot of people here. They say, oh, especially people from here who came from there often have a very bleak view. Like a lot of people who come here, they live here now. You know, they kind of oh, Haiti's screwed. It'll just it's always you know. And I'm always like, well, why? And of course, they know more about it than me because they're from there, right? So, yeah. I mean, you know, it's kind of strange that I'm saying that they should have hope. But but it's I still believe, like, if you look at the course of human history, you're a student of history, like, every place in the world that has a decent, stable, generally functioning, you know, society, like, you know, Denmark, or just take, pick the country. If you go back far enough, it was a crazy basket case of, you know, violence, <laughs> yes. and gangs, right? You know, I mean, the Den I picked Denmark deliberately, you know, what was it like in Denmark a few hundred years ago when the Vikings were, <laughs> you, know, yeah. you know what I mean? It's like, it was a bunch of people, you know, clans all fighting with each other too, right? That's, that's the normal state of human affairs. Right. The, the yes. way that you, if, if, if you were if Martians were to come down 
and look at the world. They wouldn't look at Haiti and go, oh my God, why is Haiti so screwed up? They would look at Denmark and go, why aren't they killing themselves in, the, in that place, right? It's like, what are they doing that's preventing? Because the normal humans as people, typically, if, if there's no security, will revert to, I better kill him first because he might kill me, right? It's, it's sort of a sure. preventative strategy, right? So, so I refuse to believe that if the incentives are right, that Haitians couldn't uh, you know, become like any other group of humans. I just don't believe, I don't think there's anything genetic about the people of Haiti or anything like that that makes I, them any different from us. I completely agree with you. I mean, uh, if they go to, to the way of the discussion, they, their, their difference and, and agree work them out. On, a way, on, yeah. on a way forward. They will uh, uh, they will progress as a as a country cool. with okay. all the, uh, their institutions and and I want to to also mention that I think that the key to that is in their M, in, in the in their uh, national shield in the in the in their seal it's l'union fait le force yeah it's true I mean yeah. that's that's T together old. we are strong basically is one way to uh, translate that right you yes know? and and part, part of <laughs> to, to butchering the, uh, yeah. the French but yeah. no no there. actually you had a pretty good accent I was pretty impressed <laughs> it it it's their union understanding. Yeah, and and I, and I would like to see some of that in the Dominican yeah, Republic yeah. as well. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But it's more patent in 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 Haiti that it's what is needed, yeah. and no one should be left out. That's even right. the ones that are in Canada, in Dominican Republic, in the United States, in French, whatever. Well, maybe some they of them are going to be listening to this, and you know, maybe it'll maybe there'll be a, a kind of a butterfly effect, and maybe I don't know. Who knows? Oh, you know? I, I would like uh, that because okay. it, it's the same, and I don't want to to uh, to derail the conversation, but I I believe a lot in not only for for Haiti but for Dominican Republic, the people that are outside our our countries that have lived in in more organized uh, countries. I, I don't want, I, I don't like to say advanced or not advanced, but yeah, organized point. countries. Yeah, more organized, yeah. I have a, a, a plethora of, of lessons to share. Skills, yeah, they have, they have observations and skills from living in. I, by the way, exactly. first, of, first of all, I appreciate your, your distinction. That's a, I love, I'm gonna, I'm gonna steal that from you countries that are more organized are not necessarily more advanced. I don't think Canada is any more advanced in many respects. If it is more advanced, it's because of the organization, right? That allows sure. it to advance. It's not it's saying a country is more advanced sort of implies that somehow it's naturally better as a group uh, of superior it doesn't or, actually or, make sense right or, or so, something like that yeah so, but 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 it's true that canada is perhaps better organized than the dominican republic and the dominican republic is perhaps better organized than haiti for example right i mean it's but for example canada has more time that the dr and, and dominican republic and haiti being organized <laughs> yeah that's true you're yeah. a, a longer yeah. na nation the, like uh, there's, there's a Haiti. length of time you need of cohesion like for, for say democracy to to work you can't expect a democracy to work within a year or two right it has to be something where the whole point of it is peaceful transfers of power that have to be done repeatedly before people really trust it right and you have to yeah. to, to, to trust 
democracy, but That's because right. it's yeah. easier yeah. to have one man uh, or woman taking all the decisions and no Congress, no <laughs> Senate. It's, it's easier for a while until some other guy wants to take over from that guy. And then, you know, <laughs> right. And that, then, you, that, and then, you know, and then you get, this is, this is the, 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 the problem that, that uh, the Roman empire uh, stumbled into in, in their empire days, right. They had no way they could succeed emperors right so there were all these constant plots all the time right yes the the, the praetorians uh yeah. sometimes they they kill the the imperials and and put their the candidate for yeah. for well, just well, to, to name uh to, to say yeah. a word well kind of like uh, trujillo was was killed uh you know out after he'd been in power for a long time by uh, some people who wanted to take over the right. I mean, he was assassinated, wasn't he? he was uh, well, that that and that could be the subject of another uh, uh, blog. It, maybe, maybe it should be. Yeah, but um, not necessarily. I mean, uh, it was planned maybe as a as a coup d'état, but uh, man, it didn't work. The, yeah. the, the security here, the police <laughs> state here at that time, it was uh, the. It, it was terrible. Yeah. People uh, within well hours of, of uh, Trujillo being being uh, mowed down in in the road, uh, people knew the army was uh, looking for uh, for the killers. They found them. Someone that should have taken some steps did not, and was also captured. So yeah. it was yeah. not that that uh, that easy. And, okay. and of course, it, it was uh, also. Uh, uh, we we they got help from yeah. from another country. <laughs> yeah, no, <that's> <laughs> not to mention names, yeah. but but uh, it, it 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 was different. Yeah, it was different. And well, one th one thing I would like to just close with is I I would like to uh, in a future conversation with you talk about this idea that you 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 mentioned to me about um, democracies that that you know in some western countries i mentioned there was an election here in quebec where there's a kind of a, a sort of a, a fascist like corporatist structure that seems to be in power and this seems to be a thing that is more and more common in many western countries and, and you know maybe uh for a future conversation maybe we could talk about that and how that's affecting my country and your country and other countries in the world today as a more modern international. This conversation has been very, very narrowly focused on your country and its relationship to its neighbor, right? We, we haven't taken a very wide perspective, but what do you think about that? You think that's a good idea? Uh, that's a good project. <laughs> All right, well, that's gonna, <laughs> that's gonna mean I'm gonna have to do some more homework and uh, maybe you <laughs> have to yeah. think about what a good way to frame that, but listen, I really want to thank you for this has been really enlightening for me. And I, I know it's been a while we've wanted to do this. So I really appreciate you taking the time. Oh, well, I'm, I'm very grateful for, for the chance to, to discuss this and, and to share. I'm just one, one, one guy. Yeah. Uh, well, so am I. Mind. Right. And <laughs> if we get, if we get some people, maybe a hundred people will listen to this, that's a hundred guys or, or guys and gals who maybe they're yeah. going to think about it. And, you know, it kind of, yes, and, and, yeah. and we need to start this conversation because we, we cannot dwell in, 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 that's right. Uh, that's right. Distrust and, and yes. hate. And you, you did that to me. And now I'm going to do that, uh, to do totally that. Totally agree. I mean, we, that we is cannot do a, that. Yeah. That is such an amazingly great way to end this. 
but you know, my, the, my byline for my podcast is, is my goal is to get to the truth, right? So the, the idea is through conversation, right? So the idea is if, if we just have these conversations very frankly and just be open and honest about these things, maybe that can have some sort of a, a great effect. And I really look forward to the next one. Okay, Milton. Well, All thank right. you, Jason. Thanks. Thank you for listening to today's guest on the Mega Blast Podcast. I've been your host, Jason McDonald. This podcast is brought to you by Arts and Opinion, an online journal, which is also available in the permanent archives of Canada. Visit us online at artsandopinion.com. 